What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Mindless Horror Podcast, the end of the Queen Mary Dark Harbor Sliders takeover. Today I'm here with Shudders and Sparrow. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. <laughs> Tired. Uh, I feel that. First off, uh, a big congratulations. You two are parents. Yes, we are. Where? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so congratulations. How is the parent life treating you guys so far? I what I just said tired <laughs> no, it's, it's been good it's it's definitely a challenge but I mean like it's it's so worth it like I I can't believe like you know our son's here and it's 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 just a journey you know yeah yeah I mean especially like through this horrible pandemic like it's awesome to kind of like do things differently yet adapt and overcome Right. And I mean, he's doing really well. And, you know, like, it could be worse. So, <laughs> oh, I think that the, you guys having a child was probably one of the biggest positive things that happened in 2020. Oh, honestly. Honestly. Um, <laughs> because 2020 was just a horrible year. And I, when I saw you two were having a, a baby boy, I thought, thank God there's some positivity going on in 2020 because we need it at this moment. So, congratulations. I know you two are going to be. I know you two are amazing parents, um, and the journey is just going to get better from here. So, thank oh, you. Yeah. It's going to really be awesome. Agree. Queen Mary Dark Harbor, the first year I ever attended this event, 2019. Uh, and yeah, I, I got invited out for media night, and I loved it so much. I was like, I want to come back again. So, I bought a ticket and came back, I think, the next week. Uh, very interesting event. I, I think this is probably, I have to say, this is way better than the other events I usually go to that are strict to doing limit. They have pretty much limitations on them. Queen Mary dark Harbor seems like they have a lot of freedom to do what you guys want. And I love that so much. Oh yeah. No, it's definitely, it's definitely like a sandbox to play in. Like, you right. know, we're lucky enough and very fortunate to basically like be put in a spot or a room or like on the streets and given a costume or like a, premise of what your character is then you get to build whatever character you want or like as long as it's in like the main structure of dark harbor and the main structure of the stories and it's it's such a very like cool atmosphere you know seeing all the creativity like from other people who work there right um you know i do give props to like horror nights who do scenes you know like very you know one thing after another and same with right. knots. I do, I, I give them props, but like personally, I wouldn't be able to do something like that. Like, you know, I, I, I started off from dark Harbor, like right at dark Harbor. I, I didn't go to any other haunts, you know, and I don't think I could be able to go to a different haunt because of how my experience is, you know, with right. Harbor, but yeah, it's, it's really cool, you know, having like this giant playground, you know, basically to play around in and, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool because it's like you get a set of guidelines or rules, and then it's like you'll get a character to act. But then anything that the character does, says, speaks, has an accent, not has an accent, has a walk, a limp, like that is kind of just up to you, right. you know? And it's kind of cool because, like, you could be creative. Like, you could be some kid's son from whatever, you know, 1940-something to, like, an uncle of this person or whatever and you can like build your own creativity and then some things that like i'll see someone do something creative that like we work with 
and I'm like, man, that was a cool idea. And then like, I want to switch it up like every other couple nights or like I, with my whole thing is like, I have like a background ish, but then it's like, I'll try to do something that changes it up here and there just right. to kind of keep things fresh at, after every night. Cause like, we do have some people that get the passes and like, they come like, you know, every night. So it's like, I feel it's like, if I see this person again, then I'll like, I'll try something new so that they don't see like a repetitive, like same, you know, character person. Right. It's like character ADD. Yeah. In a way, you know? No, I, <laughs> I think that's something I, I did that at not specifically. And it was cool to see uh, every week, something new come from someone else to try to do something different. So hearing that is like really cool. When you see the same people, you're like, Oh, let me try something different. Switch it up a little bit, you know, what, what I'm used to doing. I think that's really cool. And also, uh, from a from a standpoint of being a character, it's just it, that's uh, that's a ton of talent right there. That's that's not, you know, you you used to doing your your standard stuff, but then when you when you challenge yourself to like switch it up, like that's that's real talent right there. If I if I might say so myself, so that's awesome. I like I get for me as like a, a person, character actor, or whatever I am, a talent. Um, I get bored with complacency mm -hmm. and doing the same thing like you know repetition over and over so it's like i like to try to do things new to not only like challenge myself but like you know try to challenge like the other person or whoever else i'm working with right. it makes me feel like more of like kind of like an artist i know say like in a weird way mm -hmm. <clears throat> but i mean yeah that's usually like with me and plus i i already do have like add or adhd on, on the regular so <laughs> it just all comes together man it comes in fruition that's awesome <laughs> there you go um let's take it let's go from the beginning now what what at what age did you know you really wanted to, to do scare acting and just scare the hell out of people you want to go first or why because i'm the old person I didn't say that. You're the <laughs> one who suggested that, okay? That no, was not for, me. You can go first. No, it's, you, it's probably fresher in your memory because you're younger. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, I mean, like, hell, I've wanted to be a scare actor, you know, maybe since I was 13, 12, you know? I, I, the first time I actually, like, I'm originally from Arizona, so we nice. have um, different haunts out there. Right. One of the most popular haunts at the time, I don't know if it still exists or not, but it was called Fear Farm. I just and went there last I, season. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's amazing. It's yeah. such a cool experience. It's it's completely different from like what you experience out here. Right. And um, you know, like I would I grew up going out there all the time, like every October, and you know, seeing the scare actors perform, you know, every night. Right. And then one year, I, um, me and my family took a trip up here to California, and we visited Not Scary Farm finally, and we visited Horror Nights finally, and I knew, like, I wanted to do this one day. Like, you know, I, I, I just loved, you know, seeing the sliders at Knots. I loved seeing, like, the set decoration at, like, Horror Nights. Like, I just loved the whole atmosphere and vibe. And it was my eight, when I turned 18, I just graduated, you know, from high school. Um, you know, I, I think I had a couple months before auditions for Dark Harbor and I, I had never even heard of Dark Harbor either. Like I was planning on going to Knott's or, you know, going to Horror Nights and I just decided to look up, you know, haunts around LA that wasn't, you know, and I came across Queen Mary's Dark Harbor and I decided to, you know, fill out the application for a audition and went to the auditions and got in, you know, like, and I've been there ever since it's the, if, if 
Dark Harbor would have happened last year in 2020. Right. It would have been my sixth season there. Oh, nice. But um, yeah, no, like it was, it, it's, I knew like at a young age that like, I really wanted to do this. And like for being a slider, I wanted to do it since, I mean, maybe when I turned 18, 19, because I used to hang around not scary farm, watch sliders and ghost town and stuff. And I thought that was really cool. And I really wanted to do it. So nice. What about you, old man? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, like I didn't want to be a monster (laughs) when I first started, like to be, yeah, like it it was weird. So, um, I started from Knott's Berry farm. Okay. So, um one of my old friends you know like I was looking for a job like I was job hunting doing whatever gigs here and there and you know I honestly just wanted money to party I guess there you, you could say that's what, that's what I saw. if you just don't party in life then what's the point you know it's like right <laughs> and you know I was like kind of like a young kid at the time and like my buddy was like hey you can get so you know a certain amount of money to work to you know at Knott's Berry Farm and all you have to do is piss people off by scaring them and you get a fat paycheck and you, know, and you can get like a six-pack or something or whatever and hang out and I was like okay I'm down let's do it <laughs> And getting yourself through the door in the very beginning, way back when, before, like, I feel like the old person saying this, like, before the, uh, the technology started getting better, yeah. you got to, like, sit out there for almost two days straight in the sun. Yeah. And, and just to get to the, um, just to get to the, uh, what is it, deployment office. Right. Just to fill out an application and to sit more for, like, nine <laughs> and a half more hours in the sun just to get a spot somewhere in a maze, you know, like that was fun. Not really, but <laughs> you know, it, once you get yourself through the door and like, it was almost like for me, like, even though I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do this. I'll pop out of some hole, scare somebody or whatever. To me, like, it was kind of like a drug when I, when I got that first, like, not this, but the scare that was like, Ugh, it's just a shrug at the shoulder. But when I actually got someone to the ground, it was just like gut wrenching scream. <laughs> it was just yes. like I, there was something that kind of grew from it. Right. It was just like I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. But now I'm addicted. Am I messed up? <laughs> <laughs> it's therapeutic, is what it is. Oh, that's it, definitely therapeutic. Like for me, like I, I felt like you know, obviously, like I'm the kid with the glasses. So at that time, like being the one with the glasses wasn't hipster I was kind of like a dork in school so like I got picked on so like for the first time I guess it I felt like empowered right. in some you know and I'm like right. now I could be the jock or whatever you know instead of you know the, the reverse way around so I was like maybe it could have been that way where it's like I can kind of like give payback in a way but right but it was a drug and I've been loving it ever since mm-hmm. That's freaking sweet, man. I, I just hearing those, those, uh, you, it's funny you brought up the knot stories. I've heard so many of those back in the day, camping out two, three days and just, just people just going like bringing tents, everything, everybody was ready. And they, they, I heard one person go and mind you this, we weren't even guaranteed to get a job. We were just out yeah. there just camping, hoping that it worked out. And I was like, yeah, man. And then, like we were kicked out of their parking lot so many times because it's like you know there's like 200 plus people right. and x amount of cars and so i remember 
you know, being the old folk person, whatever, like before it was uh, fenced up, we used to park in the um, Hollywood Wax Museum, or not the Hollywood Wax Museum, the Buena Park Wax yeah. Museum. Yeah, Movie Land. And there was Movie Land area, If you go down beach, right. there's like, this big area where they have like transistors or whatever in the parking lot. Yeah. We'd park our cars directly behind it so that the cops wouldn't like tell us to leave. So like the cops would just roll by and they, you know, they don't see our cars because we're parked behind like that whole area. And man, we used to like bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We used to like throw Nerf balls because at that time there was no iPhone 12, yeah. 13. Like we had 8265 cell phones, Nokia. <laughs> you know? So it was just like we would hear from, you know, chatter here and there that like, oh, they're opening up the room. They're having people lined up. So then all of us would pile in the cars, get to knots, wait for another like couple hours and be like, oh, they're not opening up. Security saw us to leave. All right, let's go back to the Wax Museum parking lot. You know? <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. It, it's just nuts how much technology has taken over this year, like where literally people can go on a website now and just fill out an application and then get an appointment time. Oh, yeah. Work. And like there's some people that are like they'll do that and they'll be like, oh, man, I had to wait 40 minutes just for <laughs> online so I can get like an application process. And I'm and they would you know, complain on Facebook. And I'm like, you guys don't even know what is that what the waiting thing is about. That's like freaking, that's like me with Comic-Con, man. Trying to get Comic-Con tickets these days. Oh, trust. I know. <laughs> I know. I, for starters, I'm going I'm to go a little off topic here, but I don't like the lottery system they do now. I, I, I hate it. Don't. I, I only got to go two years now. And the first year I went, I only got two days. Right. And the second year I went, I, I, I actually got four days. And I was so thankful for it, but it was the most expensive weekend I have ever done. It's so worth it, though. It's like if I'm going to be in debt, I'm going to be in debt happy. <laughs> oh, I was so happy. I spent so much money. I was just like, you know what? Don't care. This is this is heaven. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I went I've, I've been twice to 2004, 2005, back when it wasn't as big as it is today. Uh, and you used to be able to donate blood and go in. They used to give you free tickets, Red Cross. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I remember cool. doing that with uh, K Rock. Yeah. Really, you did that with K Rock. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's um, cool. But obviously, if they were doing that today, the line wow. would be all the way down to Mexico. Um, <laughs> I mean, I so. would be like one of the people in line to try to get those free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> like gallons of art, like already pumped blood and be like, here you go, I already got it. Where's I'm just saying, ticket? like, the, the people that you see making the hot dogs and the tacos, they'll probably make a lot of money in that line that day, dude. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd be one of those people buying, like, at least four hot dogs or something just to last me through the day. <laughs> um, so when you first started at Dark Harbor, what were you guys put into a maze or did you go straight to streets? I was put into a maze. Okay. Um, my first year um, was 20, 2015, I think. 2015? Yeah, I think it was 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> um, but it was, I think 2015 was the opening year of the new revamped Lullaby, um, when it, Lullaby became Lullaby. So I was the opening cast for that maze. Um, but I was put into the Vortex room. Okay. Um, I, which was... Um, basically the shower room, the most haunted room in the ship, but it was a recreation of that room. Right. Um, basically, you know, our boss, Dave Diwali was like, this is your room. You get to play all in this room, the room next door. You can play in that room too. figure it out. Just stay within like the parameters of the story. And there you go. And, you know, it was, it was definitely a journey because like 
the first weekend I was terrified, didn't know what to do. Like I, like I sucked, like I sucked the first week and it was terrible. But then like, finally I, I decided to do this weird, like spider crawling contortion kind of thing. That kind of stuff freaks me out. Oh my God. <laughs> and it worked. And like, you know, I threw on some knee pads because like I was personally practicing sliding at home. This was before I knew like there was a slider team at dark Harbor. I didn't, I had no idea. Um, I didn't know like the rules of how to be a slider. I didn't know anything. Like I was just practicing at home doing it myself. Mm -hmm. And I threw on my slider pads and decided to like slide around in the room and do these contortions and stuff. And our boss and management liked it and was like, yeah, you're approved. Do it, do whatever you want. This is really cool. And you know, I, it just kind of built from there. I stayed in lullaby for three years and then I moved to circus, um, to be the, the spider queens that from nice. eight no 2018 2018 was the yeah. circus spider um that only lasted a year and then 2019 was my first year finally out on streets because you know she's really like the black widow right yeah i was yeah. like the black widow but um yeah no i built you know i i progressed through dark harbor i, I didn't automatically get on streets you know i i worked my butt off to you know get where i was she's and like i did my time now it's time to go yeah. and have some fun <laughs> yeah i was like i did my time i'm this i'm here now like <laughs> it was, i felt super accomplished finally you know being out on streets that first night right. and it was so cool like you know like seeing everybody out there and just you know having the freedom just to run around finally and but yeah no i started off in a maze and you know i i thank everything for that maze you know i loved my lullaby family like you know super protective over the whole entire cast and right. you know it was it was fun what about you man <laughs> like i i mean uh, are we talking about dark harbor or are we talking about knots or like kind of in the beginning in general let's go knots because i do want to hear some knot stuff but then yeah we'll go to dark harbor too well, at knots, like, I mean, after, like, like I said, like, trying to go through that, like, 18 hour to 24, like, it was more like a 48 hour day. Right. Like, it's, you're, you're, t like, you're having, like, two days gone when you try to, back then, try mm -hmm. to like, get a, um, a position. Um, I was sitting at a table, and they told me about a maze called that, like, a buddy of mine who was just like, hey, if they offer this maze, I'm not going to say the maze, because I don't want to get, you know, all hate on it. But my buddy was like, don't say yes to this maze. Go somewhere else. Like, you're not going to have fun. You're going to be miserable. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll keep that in mind. So they, I, I get through that whole process. I, you know, I, I go to the area where um, one of the, the maze supervisors, and he's like, hey, I'm going to, insert blank maze, offer <laughs> you this maze, you know? And for me, like, I for some odd reason, like I, I had in my head, I was like, all right, well, maybe I'm not like suitable for that. Like, I kind of want like a little bit maze where I get more comfortable. Right. Um, so he turns around and is like, all right, cool. Let me, let me see what I can do. You know? And I, I feel like that's like the real acting where it was like, all right, let me see what I can do. And he grabs like a binder, turns around, grabs a binder, talks to somebody else who's like the other person's maze supervisor. And it was like, you know, does that whole like thing. And they look at me to like, look me up and down and i'm just sitting there and they're he's like okay so we have this brand new maze mind you the year was 2009 and he's like it's a brand new maze it's gonna debut this year no one knows about it 
and it's uh it's in 3d and i'm like okay that's kind of cool it's in 3d like that's kind of rad um technically it wasn't in 3d it just (laughs) had like these really cool glasses that made everything bright but um he's like he's like imagine going down in mexico and going to this and that and uh the maze was called the dia de las muertas so i got to i got to open up that maze and he he sold it hard on me (laughs) and it it was it was actually fun like i i got to enjoy like a lot of things i got to be um, a part of their grave like the the dead like um i forgot what we were called we were called something in spanish i apologize we were like we were like the dancing dead in the graveyard okay I don't, I don't think we're the souls that left to the afterlife. So it was just kind of like, you can do whatever you want in the cemetery. And then I went from, I did one year in a maze, went from a maze to streets and ghost town. Oh, went to ghost town. (laughs) Jumps right into ghost town, man. Yeah. I mean, like it was, that was like, that was like a prayer and a wish to get like on that list to go to ghost town. Like it was really fun. Um, gosh i've been like i've been gone so many different areas then i opened up uh what was it why am i drawing a blank no uh zombie one why am i drawing infected oh um yeah infected there you go infected i did i opened up first year infected that was a brutal year man that 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 one was cool i was there all the time i never (laughs) got to go through it but from everyone i've talked to that was a that was quite the exercise right there it was the most physical thing because i went as a guest a right. lot like because i that was the first year that they did the um the past too like the was it the um the, the newer past this was it the yeah. skeleton key yeah with the skeleton key one i think right. yeah um and or, or no i don't remember what it was but like the newer fright lane pass or whatever okay and like my, me and my friends got it and we went all the time and we like always got there at like opening gates to get that like time slot right. and it was the most like physical thing like I, but it was so fun like oh yeah it was it was cool i mean like we had we were running alpha and bravo like we were getting to work out every night and if like everything worked well it was like the funniest fun time ever um then after that i i ended my Knott's Berry Farm time at Carnival. Oh, and cool. that one was super fun. I got to be a barker with a prosthetic, got to be makeup. So I got to end it on like a huge high note. Um, and then there was like a, su- like a, the summer went by or like the new year went by. And I was like, do I want to stay at Knott's? You know, like I, I, in my head, I was like, I kind of want to go like kind of like world tour type thing. Yeah. And I became a um, I became a guest that like following year or during that season I came in and like I fell in love with Dark Harbor for like the security protocol like right in the very beginning like going through like I mean feels like you're going through like prison or something but right. like the fact that like they're taking pens they're oh, taking yeah. keychains certain you know things that can like you I know stab people I was like okay they're actually you know, really going through like, cause you know, I'm not going to lie at knots, you go through the security and you can have like a Swiss army knife and no one cares, you know, like, um, but then we went to like the mazes and, you know, like I saw everybody and like, I saw the shows and stuff like that. And it just looked fun. So I was like, in my head, I was like, I know I'm going next year. Like I want to try to get in the door. And, um, yeah, first year I was in a maze and I got, not even knowing, I got um, a letter of recommendation from nice. uh, 
randomly didn't even ask him it was from uh, scott dieterman oh so doing a shout out to pyro himself <laughs> you know it's funny you bring up dieterman because every podcast i've been asking the sliders to he, i know he's watching i know he was gonna oh, watch yeah. us he does. <laughs> like, like, I'm doing a, a shout out to him. Like, I wouldn't be where I was in a lot of different positions if it wasn't for him. So, like, um, yeah, he did a letter of recommendation, told a couple of people to be, said, hey, look out for this guy. And I kind of went to the front of the line my first year and got. Yeah, lucky him, huh? Kind of, <laughs> She's like, I'm over here doing my time. Wait, take, wait. I work my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> But, but then, like, on my behalf, I was like, well, I did time at another part, yeah. so. It, <laughs> no, it you did. A little bit. You did. But, yeah, like, in um, about 75% into the, my first year, I was on the slider team, like, inadvertently, like, hey, you know how to slide. Guess what? You're going to play outside, too. So nice. following years, I've just been sliding and. Mm, minus 2019. Yeah. You were a manager, 2019. Yeah. So, the last year, I was a talent supervisor put on a suit and he was like it's time to get that suit game going <laughs> right so then it, it also told me that I, I i would like to probably put the suit back in the closet and maybe do more for five more years i actually day. think i remember seeing a lot of those pictures on uh your instagram shutters uh mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> i remember seeing a lot of those those funny pictures every week uh uh-huh. and i thought that was hilarious uh <laughs> Didn't know what it meant at the time because I was a little kind of confused, but then I was like, oh, okay, now I, I get what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was really funny. Like, you know, it, it was weird because we, it was our second year, you know, actually dating and he now being like a manager position and it was just like one of those things where I was just like. Clock in and I'm like, I don't know you like that. <laughs> yeah, we only got to like take <laughs> pictures and that was pretty much it. Like From this time to this time, I'm a manager. Didn't I, talk to him you're all not, you're, you're not in my uh, jurisdiction when it comes to things. <laughs> Walks and drives in together, clocks in. All right, don't know who you are anymore. Conflict of yep. <laughs> uh, Shutters who? <laughs> I know Brianna. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, good old Dieterman. I know he's going to kill me after watching all these podcasts. Um, he, I know he's going to text me like, you asshole. I, I don't know why you did that. Um, because I wanted to embarrass you. Uh, Dieterman puts up with a lot of our crap. Yeah. I, we, I, I give him, you know. I give him props for how much he deals with with he's, us. He's a resident older guy that <laughs> yeah. he gets messed with. So, you know, you know he's watching. What do you? What, what would you like to say to Mr. Dieterman? Some words of wisdom or some thanks or whatever. What do you want to say to Mr. Dieterman out there? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say anything. I, I, mean, he knows. I, I, I feel like after like being friends with him for so long, like he already knows like how I like how I feel about him, and like he already knows that like I give him like so much credit that he stuff. Like I I do more busting his balls now these days than I than I do like you know giving like, him props. Like I said, he puts up with so much of our crap, you know. Like you know, he, he does a lot for us that you know doesn't go unnoticed. You know, we right. do notice it and we do appreciate what he does for us, and you know, like it's just we're just surprised he's you know stuck around this long with us (laughs) i'm surprised like i mean like he just doesn't be like all right i'm gonna work with another group and hang out with other people like you guys (laughs) suck around (laughs) (laughs) one day he's just gonna show up be like all right you know uh they moved me over here uh it was by my request so (laughs) (laughs) oh man 
leaves is gonna be the day i'm actually concerned because i'll just right. be like whoa what, what's wrong what's with happening? you <laughs> <laughs> so scott i can't wait to see you on the live podcast my friend we're gonna have fun mm-hmm. um i'm told i was told anonymously to ask about rum spice oh no <laughs> what can uh, you tell me about that <laughs> listen <laughs> i know I, I know her i know her personally i know she's going through listen she's a slut so <laughs> she's going through some uh tr- trouble times but uh you know she's she she's very um vagina friendly i know that um <laughs> uh what else like she she slept with a lot of the sliders um yeah <laughs> you know like I mean, I don't like, I don't know her that well, but I know her. <laughs> we've, we've got some beef, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think she's a slut. She's the epitome of a whore. Um, <laughs> but, no. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just for like the people out there, rum spice is, 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 is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I bet people who are watching that right now are going, who the hell are they talking about? <laughs> We need to find her. No, like, uh, oh, oh, is to get, I can't with all the <laughs> just to be all the serious. Um, one of the nights I wanted to challenge myself even further and see if I can pull off being a girl and see what it was like, you and, know, being yeah. in a girl's perspective at Dark Harbor, you know. Because I'm not going to lie, like, being a woman at Dark Harbor, like, and, and just in, you know, the haunt industry in general, like, we get harassed with a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do give Mike the props, you know, for <laughs> taking this role, like, actually seriously. And, you know, like, you know, he could have done it, you know, a completely different way. But, um, you know, he did he did it to challenge himself and well, see what it was like. You did know? you go full at method on that one? Did you do, like, a Heath Ledger? Full, full hmm? method? Full method like Heath Ledger or? Well, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I wanted <laughs> yeah. to, I wanted to, I mean, I, well, but the little bit story before that was like trying to pull um, teeth just to get the approval to do it because with my other character, Sparrow, he kind of doesn't act serious. So when I'm out of my makeup, people just think I'm the same person and I'm kind of not. Yeah, but like I had to get three people's approval to do that character in the first place, and once I got it, and I was like, I decided to make a commitment. Um, I went so far as to shaving my arms and shaving my legs, and um, I even shaved my I shaved like my whole entire face and parts of my chest. That was gonna be like maybe possibly exposed. Oh, you didn't go full ledger. You went full Jared Leto. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I went, I went like method plus because like I mean my <laughs> that comparison. Like I, I have people like of actors like I mean Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Johnny Depp, people that go into their roles. Uh, Gary Oldman. Right. And what I really wanted to do was you know like go full method, be a woman role you know, and do it with respect and do a woman, a woman role who is also a character as well. So it was like, there was layers of the the thinking into it and seeing how it is from a female perspective. For me, honestly, when I was like, I, I was talking about this about two weeks ago mm-hmm. to two of the members of our team. 
and they asked about the same thing. And I was like, I, I firmly believe every male who works in the haunt industry should have one or two nights where they do a female role, where they have to be female. And like the whole entire time, you go on your break, you can be your, yourself again or whatever. But like, I feel that some, some of you know the males in the industry need to kind of have that like feel of how things are and for me it was a very eye-opening experience because then it was like I looked I guess you could say maybe if there was like a 10 skill of how good I looked as a girl you looked you looked pretty hot I had a lot of <laughs> great, I had a lot of great help to okay, to bring pause, that character together pause. Mind you, like, <laughs> we weren't even dating yet. Like, we weren't even boyfriend-girlfriend. Like, we were, like, just flirting with each other this season. And we were kind of <laughs> keeping under wraps. And this night that he did it, he came walking up to me wearing a freaking corset. And I was kind of like, okay, so this is the guy that so I think I'm getting point? into. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a little, like, shocking at first, but, like, I dug it like because I, you know. I remember on my Instagram like I remember like doing like a, a secret character you know like that's going to be introduced tonight you know and like I only told maybe three people didn't even tell me and I told like other people I was like yeah keep this shut like I it's like an area 51 thing I want to try to like it was kind of like it was like self-research and like you know how like when I said like I get bored of like complaint complacency right like it was just, like I it wasn't that I was so bored that I wanted to be a girl but it was just like I wanted to have like an like a, a huge challenge to me, you know, that I've like never done before. I didn't do it at knots. I didn't do it, you know, at any other type of mazes. But I was just like, can I do this and kind of do it somewhat successfully? And there was some guys that I had turned their heads and it was it was great. Like, you know, and I and I didn't want to walk like I had to talk the talk. I had to walk the walk, you know, and it was, it was like, very convincing, very like it was, it was kind of, it's kind of scary <laughs> in a weird way. Like it was like double the work, you yeah. know, because like you're, you're doing a character that you've never done before, but you're also doing a character within a character. And when it came to like out there on set, I wanted to do full method. I'm no longer Sparrow. I'm no longer Mike, you know, like I'm no longer like myself. I'm someone else. So it's like, I'm someone else learning how to scare for the first time which was weird, you know, and I'm a female, like, and then it was like a camera crew to document that that would have been like a really good little mini doc right there. That's, Listen, that's if, what kill us. If, if, you know, <laughs> if Harbor happens this year, you know, due to, you know, COVID and stuff, um, I would, I will be very much happy <laughs> to call out that night to like document this Dude, because let me know. I'll bring the cameras and we'll okay. bring the GoPros. We'll do everything. <laughs> Right. Like to me, it was, it was so like, was and, I, and I also suggested for like, you know, females to try to do it with like, you know, being a guy. Right. Well, I mean, like there is a difference because like, you know, like what you did, you experienced what a female goes through at haunt. Like I said, like females do get a lot more harassed at haunt, especially in the lullaby maze. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, like working the lullaby maze it's so like um i'm gonna like just say trigger warning for you know viewers who do get a little bit like sent or not sensitive but like triggered by this but um it does bring like especially in lullaby people's inner pedophilia i guess comes out 
um, like with, with the guests um, who visit, because I don't know how many times I've seen and heard and actually done dealt with personally, like, you know, both men and female who harass the actresses in who are playing Scary Mary, right. um, who are portraying, you know, a child saying that they're sexy. Oh, I want to like touch you and like feel you up and do all this stuff. And it's so gross to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like getting, like hearing this coming from like an adult, you know, an adult talking technically about a child, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you know, like the people working there are, you know, over age there, you know, you're over 18, but it's still the concept, you know what Mm. I mean? Like it's, but you know, like it's he experienced it, you know, you know, what multiple it's like. times. Like and, and some of the times when like I mean, you know, like I, I talked to Brie about it like later on. I talked to other girls about it, you know, like on break and stuff like that. Like I would just be randomly kind of like on the streets, gonna set up for like some sort of scare, or whatever, and some idiot guy just comes and grabs my butt, mm-hmm. comes and grabs my chest, mm-hmm. you know grabs my arm and starts pulling me with like you know their friends or whatever and I'm just like "Mm, no like (laughs) you know like there's there's rules you know and then it was like it came to the point where I like I wasn't mad at them because they're being dumb obviously Mm -hmm. but like I was just like this is what they go through on a day-to-day basis you know like and it was weird because talking with a lot of friends that work in lullaby maze and sometimes circus too because i'm throwing that in there too it's like there's rules when people go through the event and everything it's like don't touch the monsters don't do this and that and it's like they go in there they get to the front of the line and it's like they forget their brain they turn in like you know like they turn it and i hate to say it but it's like 90 something percent males that follow under the category of like sexual assaults in Whoa, the mazes. What happened? Here? What happened? Am I frozen? Oh, I think that uh, was like an update. Yeah, sorry, you're, you're good. Go. You're oh, good. Okay. I thought I was frozen. I was like, no. No, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. You just disappeared uh, off the screen for a minute. <laughs> but yeah, like, and it's just like they get in the front of the line and they feel like it's okay to sexually assault someone who's 18 and older, right. like actor or talent. And I'm just like, wow okay this happens and it, like to me like towards the end of the night it was like it it very much like wore me out you know mentally where I was just like dang you know like you know it, it makes you see female from a male's perspective like see females that go through there and they come out like because you know when before rum spice even happened it's like we would see each other like at the end of the night or you know end of the morning or whatever and everybody has their makeup you know worn off and everybody's sweating and stuff like that we're all going to punch out and it's just like oh yeah you know how it feels you know from my perspective but it's like no I don't know how it was from your perspective but I do know now you know right but I mean like I said you know like I I firmly believe after doing it and like doing it well respectively and I've created some sort of like character that's rumored about it you know like I'm I'm, secret secret I'm proud of it you know I'm proud of her for what she's done and I'm gonna bring her out as soon as it happens again I can't wait like and you know like I have backstories for her and everything like I want to do like an Instagram I want to do like (laughs) yeah social media influencer (laughs) no Let's get, her, let's get her a nice big following a, right now. A palette in 2022. Oh my god! Drop. 
makeup palette. <laughs> so in other words, Rum Spice is your multiverse self. Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm bringing comics in this now. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah. We got the multiverse coming in. Oh yeah, the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. I never thought about that. There you go. So you're like tonight, the multiverse is taking over Dark Harbor. Right. No, I I I respect the hell out of you just from that story. Um, and I, I am a hundred percent agreeing with everything you said. Um, I I've personally witnessed it as a guest uh, of people who act fucking stupid at the event. Um. So this is a PSA from Knights <laughs> of Horror and the Queen Mary Sliders. Yeah. If you're going to any of these events, whether it be Dark Harbor, whether it be Scary Farm, whether it be Horror Nights, Six Flags, wherever in the world you are, one, don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> Two, drink responsibly because we don't like to deal with drunk assholes. Nope. And three, I'm going to say it again, don't be a fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> Don't fucking touch the monsters. Don't touch the fucking <laughs> monsters, man. Like, God, they got a job to do. They're hired to do it. You paid the ticket for it. Don't be an asshole. Don't touch them. They're human, too. Right. right. And it's the same thing with, like, you know, like control and everybody else that works through that. It's just, like, have a good time. That's what you're there for, you know? See, with Lullaby, for me, the thing that creeps me out is I do not like ghost girls. It scares the hell out of me. So. Same. I think there was one scene in Lullaby where, like, I think you mentioned the shower scene where they zoom across while you're walking through it. At least that's where I experienced 2019. Yeah, that was that's the newer the newer. Oh, version. the zipline part. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, it's 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 in the shower, right? Yeah, where, like, like they like run across and there's like four people and I'm like, what is? Oh that? yeah, and it's like they're oh, yeah. playing hide and seek. Yeah, 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 and it scared the hell out of me, and I'm just like, okay, I, I want to leave here now. I don't I don't like this. I, I love how Lullaby has evolved, you know, throughout the years. You know, right. like I said, Lullaby was my home. And it's really cool seeing, you know, the progression and, like, the new people coming in every year and, like, the story evolving. And, right. yeah, no, definitely, like, I, it, it was a lot scarier 2019. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't like walking through it just, you know, as a guest. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I, I think the biggest problem with me uh, with the ship mazes is because I'm so tall that I was bumping my head every five minutes. Oh, trust. <laughs> I've, you know, I've scared so many, like, you know, people who are tall right. that hit their head on the pipes from just being scared. Like, there's this one dude, like, I remember it was, it was, it was, I think my second year and I scared him so badly in my maze at, in, in Lullaby and he jumped up, like, hit his head on like one of the metal pipes right fell to the floor like grabbed his head and started crawling out of the room and i wrote character because like you can it, you heard like the ding from like the metal pipe in his skull and i broke character and i looked at him and was like man are you okay do, are, do you need help and he's like i'm fine i'm fine thank you and he just like ran <laughs> whoa like i almost killed another person like yeah. No, I, I feel I, I know his pain because I, I think I was walking through Feast and in the very beginning, it's like really dark once you walk in. Uh, at least it was when I went through because I think we got there right when it opened. And I walk, we're walking through and I turn around and talk to my friends. And the minute I turn back around, I go boom and they all start busting up laughing. I'm like, thanks, guys. Could have got a concussion. No, I'm fine, though. It's all good. Um, yeah, no, that's my I, I think that's my only thing yeah. is like those mazes are scary, but <sighs> I'm too tall for them. Dude, I, I have to walk through feast like almost 70 times a night and like I was always hitting stuff left and right. Like I was like, oh yeah, that's there. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Man, it, it's I, but I I have to say, uh, like I when I brought up in the beginning, this is not like other events. I like that the fact that they tie in the lore of the boat to this um, event. I like how everything pretty much all ties in um, with it. Just goes back to the history of the boat, which is so fascinating uh, when you think about it. Back in World War Two, man, my great grandfather came back on that boat in World War Two. So I I always that boat means a lot to me. I love going there just to see that um so i i have to ask the question obviously with the history of that boat have you seen anything out of the ordinary there hi <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't believe in like ghosts or spirits or demons or whatever you know right until i started working with the queen mary um especially my first year like i feel okay like I do like whenever I talk about this stuff like I always feel like I'm crazy sometimes where I'm like I experienced this but like I promise you like it's I experienced it right um like I I I believe the spirits like to harass new people that come in and you know once you've gone through your first year and you're you come back you're you know you're kind of they're they're cool with you you know like that at least that's how it was with me you know and lullaby and um but my first year like the amount of you know things that happened in that just that first year like was crazy i there was one night you know where i had a bruise on my thigh i didn't even i didn't run into anything i didn't you know touch anything i didn't do anything but it was the bruise was a size of like a child's hand and it was in the shape of a child's hand and that you know that one freaked me out um I, one of the, one of the nights actually that really scared the crap out of me was, um, I was just coming back to my room, um, from coming off a break. Um, so I was going to go, um, you know, break the person in my room so that they can go on break. And I walk into my room and, you know, it was a slow night. Nobody was really coming in. I think it was like a Thursday night or something. And, um, in my room, you know, was my breaker. And then there was a one of the security um, people in that room, right. you know, kind of chatting, you know, you know, saying, Hey, what's up? And all of a sudden we hear this like clicking noise um, down the hall, you know, um, that continues into the maze. And this hall is like a long, dark hallway. And um, in that hallway, there's a door that leads down to the boiler room. Right. And we hear this like clicking noise. And we're like, what the heck is that? So we all like, you know, have our phones on us, you know, to keep track of time. And we turned on our like phone lights, you know, to look down that hallway and the door in that boiler room, like I shit you not was swinging open and closing like on its own. And we were like, what the hell? If you need me, I'll be at church. (laughs) And so then this like, you know, the, the, I think the security lady was like, oh no, it's probably the guy that comes in here to check the doors because there is another like team that goes, walks the maze checks like certain doors on the queen mary to make sure nobody's in there and you know make sure you know right and like five seconds after she said that the dude came walking into the door behind us and was like what are you guys looking at my friend left to go on break she's like i'm out and i was (laughs) there and i was like i don't want to be here like (laughs) but there's you know like you've yeah it's definitely haunted like i've in at least in lullaby in my old room 
there was, I could see like a shadow of a tall, like thin man standing off in the side in the corner of that room who used to like harass me big time. Um, I've heard like, you know, when you're like in your, your maze room, you, you know, the audio track, like, you know, by heart, you know, Mm -hmm. one night I was just, I was sitting there. I heard pig squealing in my audio track and I booked it down the hall and I freaking ran. Like, it was like, I was terrified because I've never heard it before. And I made sure like no other noise machines, like nobody's messing with me, you know, but like, it's definitely haunted. Like there's like, not even like a haunt haunt story, but there's one night I was staying on the ship and um, because I was doing like a news morning, KTLA morning kind of news thing. Right. Um, and this, the Queen Mary like accidentally mixed up the rooms, you know, so I was supposed to actually have a room with, um, another one, the actors or whatever, but somehow I managed up in the like Queen Elizabeth Royal suite that had like five rooms and two like living rooms. And I was like, I called my boss and I was like, are you sure I'm supposed to be? And you're like, yeah. Like, and I was like, okay, (laughs) cool. Cool. I get like a free thousand dollar room. Like, yeah. And, um, but it was ter- like the vibe in there was like really, really like terrible. And right. before I went to bed, I had turned on all the lights, like in like the, the room. And like, like I said, like there was like three bathrooms. Um, there was two living rooms, like a kitchen area. I think there was like another bedroom section and then like the master bedroom. And right. I stayed in the bedroom, but I turned on all lights. And I went into the master bedroom and I closed the door. All the doors in the room, like in the room, like were open, like completely open besides my door. And like, I locked my door for some reason too, or cause I was just, I didn't feel, you know, and I was laying in bed and I had like a 3 a.m. call time or whatever, like 2 a.m. call time. I didn't even sleep because the whole night I heard the doors out in like the room, like in the, the hotel room right. opening and like, it, it, it was, it was crazy. Like, I, 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 I remember calling one of my friends that night and I was like, dude, like, I'm literally hearing like the doors opening and closing. Like, That's nuts. It, it's nuts. Like, yeah. I, didn't, you know, I didn't believe, like I said, in ghosts or, you know, spirits, you know, until I started working the Queen Mary, I actually didn't realize I was an empath either until like working the queen mary which is one of the reasons why like i've seen and experienced and feel a lot more than you know a lot of people do right um, yeah no that place is definitely haunted like yeah i've seen i've seen some stuff there what about you sparrow you got any stories i honestly like when it comes to like the um anything spook like supernatural whatnot like if i see any shadows any places that like i shouldn't go I don't usually want to go there. So right. I, I kind of like say like my whole like Wusa, you know, type namaste. And I kind of go another direction. Right. Now I feel you on that one. Um, but I, you know, I, I went so long as to 2019 without having something except for once. Like, and uh, like it, it scared the crap out of me, but mm-hmm. not too bad as like, um, so what I was doing was like doing my normal walk through the mazes. Um, Cause as talent supervisor, you just kind of keep going. Um, you keep walking into the mazes over and over. Right. And uh, you just make sure that like, you know, the talent are, everybody's doing good. Um, there's no like safety concerns. There's no like, you know, fires, lights or damages going on. And it's also just kind of like reassurance for like people 
so that they see like someone with like a dark hardware logo and someone's there to help them out right towards the end of the night like nothing has happened and this is like going towards like the end of the season of like the the um, haunt season so i was like all right cool another season almost done uh towards the end of feast when you go down the escalator and you get to door 13 right um there is no talent and there shouldn't be any talent in that escalator area at all whatsoever why because it is a emergency situation type like you know accident area so like they don't want any talent there because they don't want them possibly hurting someone and falling down the escalator before they get to the door 13 right um going around because like you have to go to a left turn and then another left and then you follow the little mini hall that goes to the escalator down um i know the clipboard that was in front of me there's no talent at all anywhere in that area within like 10 yards 10 yards of the the front of the escalator to 10 yards at the end of the escalator except for door 13 um i was going down the escalator and felt in a hand grab the back of my neck and like did a freeze flip and it was so distinctive right that it wasn't like a soft hand it wasn't like a little kid's hand it was a to me it felt like a very chapped cold old man's hand like a or older man's hand like like almost to me it felt like someone who's andre the giant yes like it's the homie it had that very like this one was shoveling coal in the furnace type dude's hand wow like and you know it wasn't like i i felt the hand so well that like you can tell it was like chapped and it was like dry right you know and i'm halfway down the escalator my friend so like i you know i i kind of stopped and i looked around and there should be no one on the escalator scaring at all whatsoever you know because that's that would be another situation where i'm like okay now i have to tell this talent what to do right i look around completely empty of the escalator. I, I you know i go down the escalator and i don't even i don't even waste the extra 30 seconds to look around you know like i look around and i'm like okay there's no one that could be possibly here there's right. no trap doors i'm gonna keep going <laughs> like, I was like i was like woosa i'm out and uh <laughs> i what was it scott saw me because scott was you know one of the management and a few other of the town supervisors i was like hey i need a minute like i need a break and they're like wait what are you talking about we don't take breaks i was like no there's a situation that happened to me and they're like oh something happened to you and i was like yeah i was like this is the first time it ever happened I need like a little five to 10 minute break. And they're like, okay, just do it. Right. So like, like, so that was the only situation that happened. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, cool. I'm not, not going to investigate. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. You're like, and I was like, I told you, <laughs> <laughs> man, that, that boat's got a history, man. And I've heard some, I've heard some weird stories on it this week. Um, oh, it's nuts. Uh, fuck. That's, I'm getting chills just thinking about it now. Like I could feel the goosebumps rising up. Um, all right, yeah, that one kind of freaked me out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, both of those freaked me out. That, those were two of the best ones I've heard this week, actually. Awesome. So, <laughs> well, it's supposed to be nights of horror. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have to say, uh, learning about you guys this week has been an absolute pleasure. 
uh, here at the Knights of Horror. Um, you, I, I, I've been saying it all week, but you guys together as a team are some badass motherfuckers. <laughs> hands down. Um, and I think the, I think at this point the world needs to know who the Queen Mary Sliders are. Um, the, the name needs to get out there. Um, even more than it is now. Uh, cause there's a lot of talented sliders out there and you guys are definitely on the top of that list. Um, you guys go out there, put your bodies on the line and put on one of the best goddamn shows in the, in the fucking world. Um, so much so that when I actually came to dark Harbor in 2019, I was so both shocked and happy to see that, that there was a slider show there because I had missed that at knots and I didn't, I haven't said that at knots forever. So when I saw it at dark Harbor, I was like, I fucking missed this. I'm glad this is something that happens here. I, I will s- just solely come to this event for that because I missed it that much. Yeah. Um, we're, we're very fortunate that, you know, dark Harbor gives us like a opportunity to have, you know, two shows a night, right. you know, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing, you know, how much uh, they care about us, you know, to give us, this opportunity and right like i mean i obviously i wasn't there 2019 but like i couldn't be happier with the the team you know being like the the one of the leaders of the team right um every year it keeps on getting better and like refining the craft over and over and over um things get crazier things stunts get amazing like it's it's fun and for me on on our end like we wouldn't be us if it wasn't for people like you. So like you say how good we are, I give it back to the people and being like, we couldn't be sliding. We wouldn't be there having like the group surrounding us, like having people taking pictures, photos, mm-hmm. podcasts, you know, right. like if it wasn't for the people who gave a damn about us. So we give a damn more about you than you do, you do about us. Yeah, you got, this right here, like a lot of people always ask me like, oh, that's like another job for you, huh? And I'm like, no, this is not a job. This is a hobby. This is something I like to do. Whether I get one view or one million views, I don't care because in the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want and enjoy the time that I have interviewing people, filming things. I just like getting a camera and, and just filming. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I love it when I go to events because I love just getting footage of you guys um, working. I, and it's something to make for, for just in the future, for compilations, or just, just to show off how talented everyone is. Um, so I applaud you guys because uh, I think people think sliding is easy when it's really not. It's probably It takes time and effort and stamina and a lot of things to get it, to get it you know, safely done. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, body. Like, yeah. you know, people, people don't realize, you know, the damage uh, that we go through, you know, like there's a lot of, you know, teeny boppers that come up to us, you know, at Dark Harbor, like, oh, I want to do this. How easy is this to do? You know, or like some, you know, people who, you know, go to our boot camps who do think like, you know, like it's so easy to get in and to, you know, get to the position that we're at. And it's, it's not like, you know, like, you know, for some, it is easy to get in because they're more talented than like the next or whatever, you know, but, you know, like I said, I worked my ass off, you know, for five years to get to become a slider on the team. And it's, you know, it is very grueling. It's very taxing on your body. And, you know, it's like, I mean, I, I tell anybody just because I've been doing it for like 
so long. Um, when someone wants to get into it, I'm like, well, do you have an extra $120 just to, to, to hold around? <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, on average, it costs about $120 just to kind of get into it. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that's going from your steel caps to your shoes, to your pads, to your, you know, what type of gloves, to the duct tape, to the zip ties, to the, you know, like to your hot box, your wax, like, yeah. you know, having like something to contain it. And then it's like, I tell people like one fair warning. It's like, it's a, it's considered like, you know, it's considered you're, you're endangering yourself. It's stunts. Mm -hmm. So you might twist an ankle. You might, are you, you know, yeah, are, you, knee, like, are you willing to put your <laughs> like, body you know at risk because i mean right. like i you know sadly created tendonitis in my wrist because of wow. sliding and you know i fucked my knee up so many times i know his knees are terrible and you know there's other people on the team who's like broken bones during shows yeah. you know like right. and it's it's but we still do it because like, we love it i mean you can you can dish out two hundred dollars out of your pocket get the top of the line stuff and have this you know steel or this sparker but i'm like with actually doing it putting your body into it and actually learning the craft it's a whole different ball game you can't just spend two hundred dollars and be like i'm a slider you got to th go through it like i'm i'm happy that we created over the years um the progression of the boot camp right because not only do we get to teach us and people who want to work dark harbor but we get to teach people who want to learn the craft and go somewhere else you know want to go to knots want to go to you know universal or want to go to you know six flags and i i'm, I'm glad that we we created a safe haven for all haunts to learn in orange county at least and actually we've expanded on the east coast too with the the dark horizon mm -hmm. right. um, so it's like I'm proud that we get to teach something to people who care about it enough, you know? And it's like, like Bree said, there's some people that get into it and they like start in the very beginning, barely make it halfway. Right. You know? And it's like, we, we have steps. It's, we've brought things down to almost like a month to month science where it's like, all right, next month, we're going to learn this next week. We're going to know that, you know, like, and it's like, by the time we get to the, your uh, testing point, you should be able to know everything, you know, and if you didn't know, then it all falls down on you, yeah. you know? Right. So it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I always I say, man, bad. I feel bad myself because when I took the year off, now I got to work double the time <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just but to get back into it. All of us have to work harder now <laughs> right. considering, you know, right. 2020 kind of like canceled our whole entire yeah. season so now we have to catch up another like two years or right. whatever <laughs> right yeah now um i always look at sliding to me it's like a fucking art it's like taking the mona lisa and fucking sliding with it that's what i always that's what i always say with it man that's that's the mona lisa of fucking intense sports right there like that is one of the most bitching things i've ever seen at any haunt and it's just, fuck, man. Every time I see it, I'm just like, this is fucking cool. Like, I love, this is why I love coming to these haunts, because of fucking sliding. I was so excited this year when I went to, uh, what was it? Fucking Urban Legends drive through. I saw someone slide, and I was like, I have not seen one slider this year. That made my freaking entire freaking haunt season right there. Yeah. Luckily, you know, we are very, you know, 
thankful and grateful that we have found a kind of like a home away from home right, right. now. Um, we've been doing these events with um, Street Food Tuesday and um, Cypress. Um, you know, they've been so great to us and humbling to us that we have a spot, you know, every couple months, you know, every, you know, big holiday, we do an event now there. And um, it gives us a chance to come out, you know, it gives a chance to see, you know, our fans to see people who we haven't seen in forever. And, you know, it gives the community like we we're giving something to the community, you know, in the time being, right? You know, we we're so thankful, you know, like that we have this home away from home. You and know? actually hang out with uh, some of the fans that we do have and like, you know, the family members that like, you know, know us and stuff where it's like, hey, come up and chat with us. You know, hey, like I'm going to go scare this random person who doesn't, they're going up to a food truck. You know, they're, I don't think they're, they know that they're going to get scared. I'm going to go grab them, chill mm-hmm. and watch this, you know, like <laughs> it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely going to be, uh, well, if, when this comes out, it would have already have passed, but the one coming up, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to try to make that one. Um, I know, luckily it goes on. Massive. Like, we, we have... Well, the, the podcast is going to be coming out after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, what, okay. yeah, that's what he just For said. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, no, like, we, we're still going to be doing these events with Street Food Tuesday right. because, like I said, they've been so good to us. And, you know, like, we just want to help them out, help out the food trucks that are there, you know, get some revenue in, and, uh, you know, especially during these times. Um, but like, you know, like I said, obviously not like the podcast is going to be coming out after the fact that February 9th is our next one, which is Valentine's day event. Right. Um, but we're probably going to be doing one for, you know, St. Patrick's day or, you know, whatever Easter. Easter, or, yeah. Get shut down. We're probably going to be doing every major holiday. Fourth <laughs> <laughs> of July would be a killer one right there, man. And you know, it's, it's, it's the cool part about it is like that gets to be new too because like every new holiday it's a different theme, right? Yeah, so like it, Christmas, we actually got yeah. to do like a cool Christmas theme. Like we were elves, you know, like creepy dark elves. Yeah, like, that's right. We don't there. Really do something like that, you know. So right. it's, you know, we're so thankful that we have this space right now until Dark Harbor comes back, and you know. It's we're just a waiting game, you know. And I heard actually the first time you guys showed up uh, with the team, tons of people came out to support you guys and support the trucks and everything, which was awesome. It was, it was very insane. like, <laughs> it was cool yet like a humbling like experience because like we we had like pictures with like our emoji cons right. that uh, like it had like all of our characters' faces and it was like people were you know buying you know photos of our likeness you know and like we were we were signing them and stuff like that and like it was really kind of cool like it was a like it it was a cool experience because we were like we don't normally get to do this right so like we got to do that you know and we got to meet the community and we got to see everyone so and it was you know we were still practicing social distancing we had our masks on and everything Mm -hmm. like you know we're doing fist bumps left and right and stuff like that but it was just it was a great uh reuniting feeling because it was like we didn't have a haunt so it was like hey it's good seeing you haven't seen you in forever glad you're you know safe and everything you know what i'm just i'm glad it's working out for you guys that's that's awesome to hear that you guys still uh as the team get to get together and still see each other uh scare together have a good time and you guys i have seen it on on social media you guys are very safe when it comes to this especially with right now um you guys are very safe and you guys get really creative especially with 
the whole face coverings and stuff. You, you you put it in with your your characters, which I think is so damn fucking bitching. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's that's like another learning and experience too. It's like how can you slide with seeing half of your face, right? You know, and can you scare someone with half of your face and just your eyes? Yeah, so, it's right. it's it's a new challenge, but it's it's very re- rewarding, you know. It's, right. Man, that's so cool. So I'm going to try my best to make it out to the February 9th one. I get off work at 6. I know it goes on till 9. Um, so I, I will. I, I work in Norwalk, so if, if I can zoom over to Cyprus, I, I, I'm going to do my best to make it out there. The food is amazing. Food yes. is amazing. Like all the food trucks. I mean, there's at, at least at this event, there's going to be 13 food trucks at this one yeah. now. So you don't got to sell me on food. Like you, you just say <laughs> the name food. I'll be there. Like You'll be staying there for like maybe 45 minutes just deciding. <laughs> so like if, if i if i'm like you know if i'm like stuffing my face and you guys come up to me like hey what's going on I'm just like, what's going yeah. on <laughs> uh, i want to thank you too for coming on this was a very awesome uh experience for me uh to learn about the entire team to learn how close you guys are as a family um i got two more questions for you usually the hardest ones for all my guests but you guys you guys know your stuff, so it might be a real easy one for you. Um, first of the two, if you can work any haunt uh, other than Dark Harbor for one night, where would you work and why? You want to go? If I could work any haunt. I already know mine. Like, I personally would love to have, like, a night at 17th Door. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, 17th, I mean... No, no, no hates you know dark harbor or not dark harbor but knots or horror nights um right. personally i don't get scared at horror nights or you know knots for me i go for the atmosphere to just to watch the scare actors you know it's for set decoration that kind of thing um right. I'm, I'm very desensitized in that sense when it comes to like just normal haunts but 17th door has managed to scare the living shit out of me multiple times. Um, and it's, I do believe it's because, you know, they can touch you, they could fuck with you, you know? Um, he saw the, for the very first time this last year because um, they were, they were open, you know, in right. 2020. Um, and mind you, it was, I never felt more safer, like protocol wise, you know, for COVID, they did a really amazing job, you know, yeah. like with their COVID protocols. Um, but he's never seen me more terrified in my life. Like he's never seen me. I was me. surprised. Yeah. Like <laughs> we had a couple of friends who were actually working, you know, 17th door the, that, the night we came in right. and they were like, Brie, you're scared. Like what? Like what's going on? I'm like, going through door like go. 10 to 11 and I'm just like, babe, are you serious? Are I was crying, like sobbing, like having panic attacks, like, but I would love to work it one night just to like to experience what, those monsters experience because i feel like that's just a whole nother level whole nother adrenaline rush you know being able to like touch and like you know fuck with the guests a lot more you know on a personal deeper <laughs> level i guess you know like but that i i already know that's like the one i love for <laughs> i am six foot six i will never go to that event because i do not like <laughs> being i do not like being touched I, I I respect every scare actor and I and I respect boundaries and I do that. I just have a feeling that if I get touched with something, something's gonna come out of me where I'm gonna ball up a fist and I don't want that to happen. Listen, 
I've I bought the bitch stick what I love calling the bitch stick it's like a little glow stick where you can say like nope to like whatever you don't feel comfortable with right. I said nope so many times <laughs> like I'm but like, you know what? Call me. I, I tell him, like, call me a bitch. I don't care. I just don't want to be touched. <laughs> I'm just here for the experience. I don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I mean, it's hard. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a. There's, there's something from other haunts that like I, I want to work there for this reason. I want to work for there for that reason. Like, right. Um, I know a buddy of mine that's opening up in a, an event. Um, it's kind of a secret right now. But there's like I would, I would definitely want to work that uh, event once it gets uh, going. Um, but um, shoot, this is hard because like, I mean, I've already did knots, so I already did Dark Harbor. Um, I'd like to say just for the trademark purposes, like I think I would like would want to experience one or two years at Universal. Nice. And, nice, and, and check it out you know and see how it is and stuff like that um there, there's a lot of great people that i knew came from there and had fun i, know. I could see you where well, i can see you holding a chainsaw scaring the Maybe. shit out of me <laughs> i don't know if i'm that good yet <laughs> you know, but like it, it's always I kind of love to do that <laughs> fun. i don't know there's like there's something about like kind of like being on the back lot you know yeah and the history and some of that and being like, okay, I, I definitely want to try this out and, you right. know, work with, uh, with Murdy's right. Crew. Yeah. John so. Murdy, Chris Williams, man, those guys just, I just have one request for Horror Nights, please, for the love of God, get rid of black walls. Oh my God. Yes. Jesus Christ. Please. Oh, like, I hate, like, I feel like, you know, 2019, there was so many, like, it feels like every year, like, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to hate on Horror Nights. Right. I love Horror Nights to death. Like, you know, I have some really good close personal friends who work Horror Nights. But I feel like every year for the last maybe five years, they've just been adding more and more black walls. And it's just, it's getting to the point where it's kind of like overused and overdone, especially like the pop-out walls too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I still love going. I still love going to check out, you know, the set decorations. And again, I give the actors their props because I could not do, you know, a scene after scene after scene like that for like an hour straight. You right. know, I would I would crack and be like, I'm out, I quit. Like, the one maze I will give a ten out of ten and it and it's perfect in my eyes. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh my god, that yeah, was that fun. was amazing. I love that movie to death. I it's my goal to interview everyone from that movie. I've done three. I need to do some more. So I, I, when I, when I finally, when, okay, when it came to Orlando, I was pissed. I was mm-hmm. like, "You bastards get a freaking scare zone!" And I've been praying for that to come to the event. Mm-hmm. I was pissed too. Like, <sighs> when I Orlando, like, got that. Okay, I was pissed that Orlando this year, this last year, had like a mini Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice was supposed to be here this year, and that's like my favorite thing. Yep. I on. I wanted yeah. Beetlejuice bad. I, I had one of the best fan experiences with Beetlejuice at uh, Horror Nights in 2019 for Throwback Thursday. He uh, hosted the concerts that happened at the bottom. And yeah, me, me, and, <laughs> yeah, me and him sung Another One Bites the Dust together, and it was one of the best things ever. I was like, this is great. I'm like, if only uh, if only it was Michael Keaton, it'd probably be way better. But <laughs> no, I I I, be- I really hope that they bring that maze. This you know, hopefully this year if it opens up. If they don't, I'd be like, 
what the hell? From <laughs> what I heard, in order to keep it so they can bring it back next year or whenever they decide to open, they had to do that weekend preview. Yeah. So it Orlando's looked fantastic. It did. It looked amazing. And I was just so blown away. Um that I was kind of scared to see what Murdy was going to do with it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yours is so good. And I know Murdy will go from scene to scene to scene to scene all the way to from start to end. But how many black walls will be in between? That Yeah, that's the only that's the only downfall with Horror Nights. That's the only, I feel like that's the only complaint I have with Horror Nights is just the black walls. But everything else, like, you know. Like I said, I love Horror Nights. On the, note of, on, the, on the note of Beetlejuice, I, I, I loved your guys' cosplays, by the way. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you. I remember seeing that one. That was a, that was a really cool one. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but on, what is it, Six Flags, if they weren't so far away, because we have, <laughs> we have good, like, extended family there. Right. And I, I, love, uh, I, I love our people over there. Like, but it, if it wasn't so far away, I would want to, like, work there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's another haunt I would love to work. Um, it would be Higby. Yeah, Higby haunt. There Heathen, are Heathen legions. Heathen legions. They're they're also like a, a family haunt too. You know, we call them family because like, they're right. they're amazing. Ohana. Um, but they're up towards where are they at again? They're up north. Up north, yeah. And yeah. um, you know, like I didn't get to go with the team the last time that they were there. The Christmas um, event. Yeah, the Christmas event. But I, if you know, they open up this year, I would love to you know, go out there and scare with our family out there. So that's another, you know, shout out to Higby. Cause yeah, fun one right there. Drop the shout outs. Cool. Yeah. They're really cool. Um, last one, sometimes the hardest for most people, but who knows? Maybe you guys will get this right off the bat. What's your favorite horror film? Mm. Really? <laughs> I knew it. Dang. I... <sighs> two for two, huh? Okay. If it wasn't, okay, because I don't really count, okay, for actual horror, it would be House of a Thousand Corpses, um, The Devil's, Re- you know, Devil's Rejects. Love that, The Devil's Rejects. Yeah, um, even Three from Hell was, you know, it was, it felt kind of like Devil's Rejects, but still, it was, you know, pretty good. Um, if you really want to say this one, you can. Yeah, <laughs> I want to, but, like, I personally don't <laughs> categorize it as horror, because it, to me, it's more like kitty horror you know yeah i do like beetlejuice is my all-time favorite you know movie but house of thousand corpses is definitely my favorite horror movie yeah that's a great one it's it's good (laughs) okay i got two oh god all right because it's uh it's my boy johnny depp's first one so nightmare on elm street classic and i'm i i didn't grow up with the slashers so when it came to watching slasher movies and stuff like that like i didn't get scared of it like michael myers didn't scare me because i just thought he was like kind of silly by the time i got to watch it right the one that kind of messed me up that i still love to this day is probably the shining that is such a great psychological horror Um, (laughs) i had no idea what was going on when i first saw the movie kind of everything know now and still love it i even so shocked of how good Dr. Sleep was. Oh my god, it was amazing. It was like, a great uh a great tribute to the book and a great tribute to uh Kubrick's uh, a great sequel to Kubrick's film. It was amazing. You know? I I like I had goosebumps when I heard the music going back to the hotel. Towards the end I was like, "Oh my god, they're doing this shot for shot. This is beautiful." 
Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's a stunning film. Yeah, beautiful. I'm a huge fan of the psychological thrillers. Psychologicals. I mean, I go more for gore. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm more of a gore fan. Yeah. I'm, you so know, like, like you like the saw films and stuff like that. Saw films. I, I'm a, actually a huge fan of the Human Centipede, like that franchise. Okay. I love. It. I mean, it's it's not for everybody. Right. But I do love the concept and what they were trying to go for, even the cheesiness of the last film. Right. Um, but I love, you know, hostile, those kinds of films, you know, like it's, I'm more gore. He's more of that like psychological. I'm more of... like torture in the mind, like Parasite. Parasite um, was freaking phenomenal. Like, you know, some, some, I like, I like movies that make you think for like years upon years about it and being like, what would you do in that situation? Well, you can't do anything because it's still going to mess you up later up. Uh, what is it? The fourth kind. Oh, dude, the fourth kind was so good. And the fact that it's based on, like, a true story, I was like, what the hell is going on, dude? If I was a parent, I'd lose my shit. I don't even know if I can live on. I mean, like, okay, yeah, you guys are parents now, so you know, like, if, you know, if anything were to happen, like, it's going fight mode. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like like I said, uh, she was watching it the other day, like, movies like VHS, you know, where you're just like, oh, okay, all the things are going down. Stuff like that. Yeah, VHS viral fucked me up. I think when I watched it for the first time, I was like, what? "That's a good one." I yeah. love VHS viral. That's. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of the first movie in in viral. Then. Yeah, it was it was nuts. Um, all the things that were going on in that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are. Uh, I love psychological horror. It, it's good. I love. I try to watch it all. Last night I watched uh, Freaky. Oh, that's such that's a good, good film. I was, like uh, was, Vince I, Vaughn, dude. It was. <laughs> you sold it. I was, <laughs> very surprised um when theaters were kind of open you know um for a short time here in california um that we actually went out and saw freaky in theaters and it was worth it you know like it was kind of it was a really good film was i the only one that was thinking vince vaughn reminded you of jason in the very beginning just him looking like an unstoppable being yes oh yeah i totally love the reference that he was doing like it was pretty it was pretty good and the the killing scenes were totally brutal different too i was like yeah i haven't seen this before like dang brutal yeah I, I liked how they looked a lot of it looked practical too so that was cool it, it very looked it, it looked a lot of you know practical kind of makeup like and- besides because he was uh what was it so, uh, he was psycho right the third psycho. in the in the reboot yeah the yeah, reboot, the reboot one. So, like, I haven't seen this side of, of Vince Vaughn in a right. very long time when he was, like, a villain. So, I was just like, dang, man, you still have it. Like, you still got yeah. the villain side. I'm used to seeing the uh, the dodge the dodgeball right. internship. <laughs> Wedding Crasher. Wedding Crasher. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was he sold that thing, dude. And it was just, it was great. Him playing the, the teenage girl part was just hilarious. Oh, so good. It was great. Um. I want to thank both of you for taking the time. I know you guys are parents now, and it's it's hard to, to get some time away, but thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. That was really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you thank for, you for inviting us. us you know, yeah. like it, we're really happy that we got to you know finally sit down and do this, and you know, it's it was really fun. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I had a fun time. I had a fun week. I want to thank all the Queen Mary Dark Harbor Sliders. Uh, you guys are fucking legends, and I can't wait uh, after this is over. I've been promising everyone. 
everyone in person, whether it's 45 minutes or three hours and 45 minutes, we're going to have a fucking long podcast, everyone together. Oh, that's going to be madness. (laughs) It's going to be madness. It's going to be fun. And you know what? I'm going to make it even worse. I'm inviting Dieterman too. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like, I I feel like that podcast would be like a six hour. hour, It's going to be like split into two hours, three weeks, you know. Sitting around drinks. the campfire, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that'd be fun. So, um, before we go, do you guys want to plug in any social medias you guys have? They can look for you on on social media. Um, well, you know, I'm I'm currently the QM Sliders PR person, so I would love to plug our own social media, which is the QM Sliders. Um, find us on Instagram, um, Facebook. We have a TikTok that we rarely post on, <laughs> but we do have TikTok. Um, that's we have a website, but I don't think the website's up anymore. Um, but yeah, it's QM Sliders on all social media platforms. Um, Shutters on you know social media for me. That's my you know my social media for the creative side. And his is Papa Bird Sparrow, but it changes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just type it Sparrow, you should find it, maybe. You'll find Sparrow. Yeah. Um, and then, like, for just queuing other people's uh, slider dynamics. Which yes. Is the Mr. Dieterman. Uh, we got Northwest Possession of Angel uh, Rash. Right. He's a, um, a patch member on the team. Um, obviously, uh, Higby Horror. Yes, Higby Horror, Heathen Legion, which is an, another amazing. I believe they writer. follow me on Instagram, actually. The, Exi- really the cool. Exile Brothers. Exile Brothers, go nice. follow them. Yeah. Um, Got to give a shout out to the uh, members of the Decay Brigade. Yes, Decay Brigade. Decayed. Um, <laughs> trying to think of other ones, like uh, our other friends. You know, like we, we got so many, you know. Um, what were, the, what were the ones from the Spooky Spooky Boo? Those sliders? Drawing a blank. I know these sliders that go to the Spooky Z Expo in Garden Walk. Scare Squad Society? There we yeah, go. Scare yeah. Squad Society. Yeah. Had them on the podcast, yes. Great people. Yeah. Those dudes, we just met them, like portions of them, like uh, about a couple weeks ago. So we're like, we're meeting, slowly meeting them. And the, the QM Sliders does have a boot camp um, that to learn how to slide. Currently, it's on pause because of COVID. We had to cancel last year's. We don't know if it's going to happen again this year. We haven't talked about it. Um, we're just kind of seeing, you know, state guidelines as well as, you know, Chapman Sports Park. Currently, we don't go to Chapman Sports Park because of COVID restrictions and stuff. Right. But um, hopefully when stuff gets, you know, more loosened up and, you know, a lot more safer, we well, will start boot camp yeah, again. The, le- the less people that are there, the safer it will be. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'd rather wait until everything is good to go and then, you know, get the, the go ahead. So we're One more plug. I would love to um, shout out to Street Food Tuesday again, because they have been, again, a home away from home for us. Um, and they do... Every Tuesday, they have food trucks. They have different people Scooters coming. Scooters Italian ice cream. Yeah, Scooters Italian ice that cream. Bomb. Amazing, amazing desserts. It's good. Um, but they have been so great, you know, great with us. And right. um, every Tuesday from five to nine p.m., 
at um, in Cyprus, which mm -hmm. in a Houghton Depot parking lot is where that is. And that's where we're going to be until Dark Harbor. Yes. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> show some support and so, follow everyone they just mentioned and tell them Knights of Horror sent you. Yes. And Knights of Horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, thank you guys so much. I, I am beyond grateful for this experience and I am glad I've made some new friends in the haunt community. I always love doing that. Um, and I can't wait for that 150% energy of opening night of dark Harbor. I know I, back, I'm ready. I feel like that energy is going to be the most like extreme energy like we've ever done because all, like, like I said, Harbor is a giant family. Yeah. Like, you know, no matter what issue goes down, you know, we're always a family. We stick together and right. we all miss each other. And it's, I, we're all looking forward to, for the day the, to come back and, you know, be able to scare again. And yes. I know that is for, you know, every, everywhere. So as a fan, we're ready to come back too. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys. I'm so excited. Um, I want to give a, a round of applause for the closing of our Queen Mary Dark Harbor Sliders Takeover. It has been an excellent month. I hope everyone has enjoyed getting to know them way more as people behind the scenes unveil of who they are. It has been a fun and awesome experience for me and uh, such amazing people, um, such very talented people, and I can't wait to see what happens with them in the future. Again, congratulations to both Shutters and Sparrow on your baby boy. That is an amazing gift that life can give you. And uh, I don't doubt in my mind you guys are going up in the future going to be the best parents possible. So thank you. Thank I you. really appreciate that. Congratulations. <laughs> and I can't wait to see your baby boy grow up. It's going to be fun. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting us on the show. man. Yeah. No problem. With that being said, if you guys enjoyed tonight's podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button with that bell notification. Be where every time we put up a new video. Also, Hit that like button and leave them to some comments. Show them your love and support because uh, they probably will read them. Just don't be a, <laughs> again, another PSA. Just don't be an asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that being said, I'm your host, Anthony. This is the Mindless Horror Podcast here on the Knights of Horror. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of the podcast. We'll see you soon. <laughs>